Hello and welcome to People My Age, the podcast about obsessions, trends, social media, and culture. I'm Eleanor Rubin, a 16-year-old living in New York City. Today, I'll be talking about the Tramp Stamps, a wannabe punk band that has recently come under fire on social media. So, if you've been pretty active on TikTok within the last week or so, it's likely that you have seen a few videos making fun of a fairly new band called the Tramp Stamps. This band has been around since February of 2020, but they recently went semi-viral for their latest song titled I'd Rather Die. Pretty much instantly after a video of the three members of the band singing along to the song was posted, people reacted negatively to it. Basically, the lyrics are about never wanting to hook up with another straight white guy, and people were angry for a few reasons. First of all, these are white, mostly straight women, and one of them is even married to a straight white guy. The song mostly comes off as a weird fetishization of non-straight men and men of color, so that was why people were originally talking about the band, and that's a totally valid and necessary criticism. Naturally, this criticism shed light on the band, and people started looking further into them. After all, this isn't just a run-of-the-mill band. It's very clear from their brightly colored, ripped fishnets, bold makeup, dyed hair, and the several hashtags on all their videos that they're trying to come off as extremely punk. There's just one problem. It's abundantly clear that they aren't. Not even close. First of all, just from their appearance, something seems off. Their hair looks too freshly dyed, too styled. Their clothes look like an awkward costume. Overall, they seem vaguely uncomfortable and hesitant in all their videos. People were interested in this and started looking further into the tramp stamps, and what they found is going to be the subject of this episode. A quick look into their Instagram reveals a few interesting things. Firstly, everything's extremely professional. They already have their own custom website and merchandise, their photos look professionally shot and edited, and they're active on every single social media platform. Two of the members are even verified. But remember, this band only came together last February, and almost nobody's heard of them yet. They have 27,000 followers on Instagram, but only get a few thousand likes which on each post, which seems a bit off. Similarly, they have about 380,000 followers on TikTok, but only about five or 6,000 likes on each video. And honestly, it's just strange that a band nobody's heard of or been talking about that only came together last February would have upwards of 280,000 monthly listeners on Spotify. So that's a little funky. Furthermore, if you look into the Instagram accounts of the individual members, there are a few weird things. Up until a few months ago, the lead singer, Marissa Maino, looked completely different. It looks like she may have been trying to brand herself as like a new Melanie Martinez type. Her online persona could not have been more different than what she's trying to portray now. There was simply nothing punk or riot girl about her, plain and simple. As for the other members, Paige Blue and Caroline Baker, they didn't seem to be going for any particular image, but they definitely did not look anywhere close to punk. Something else I thought was interesting is that all three of them have very clearly been trying to make it on their own for a while now. They all have their own professional websites and seemingly have been working on their own projects. Interestingly, they hardly ever seem to post about the band or each other. If you happened upon one of the uh, members' pages, you would barely know about the tramp stamps at all. So, what does all this mean? Well, most people have dismissed them as industry plants. In other words, they're not an organically formed band starting from the ground up as they're pretending to be. Instead, the industry has created them from a mold of what they think a modern punk or riot girl band would look like in order to market them to a specific audience. This makes sense as this genre of music is incredibly popular, especially with younger people right now. They're clearly attempting to dress in an alternative way, which is also extremely popular. Their song lyrics, which mainly center around vaguely political messages, are also meant to appeal to this audience. All this is so perfectly crafted, so carefully manufactured, how could they have failed so badly? And don't get me wrong, they definitely failed. I mean, I would venture to guess that this band is simply never going to get popular with its target audience, and is just going to fizzle out in the next year or so. Or it'll try to reinvent itself in order to market to a new group. In my opinion, their fatal flaw was underestimating the people they were trying to target. 
Even I, someone who wouldn't consider herself particularly alt or anything, immediately saw that something was up with this video. Their freshly dyed hair was too vibrant, and it was so odd that all of them had a different shade. One purple, one blue, one magenta. Their clothes were a weird mishmash of neon or black fabrics, leather, fishnets, and some sort of harness or buckle. It's akin to someone in a Party City's 80 costume, time traveling to the actual 80s and trying to fit in. They might have the elements mostly right, but there's an authenticity there that you just can't fake. What I also find intriguing is the level to which people felt like they had to talk about this. In the last few days, I've seen countless videos about them, and all of these have thousands of likes and comments. People are eating this up, but why? There's something so addicting and infuriating about watching people desperately try to pass off something so clearly manufactured as something authentic. What I've noticed most clearly shining through in every video, Instagram caption, and photo of them is the desperation. They're so desperate to seem real, to seem like they've always been this way, to seem genuine, but they just can't do it. Even their positioning is awkward and fake. Just watch a few of their videos and you'll see how hard they're trying to seem nonchalant while also seeming hardcore. Ultimately, I think people are so captivated by them because of how transparent their desperation is. We can expect a certain degree of companies trying to seem authentic by marketing to certain audiences, but it becomes almost infuriating once they do it slightly wrong and we can see through it. It evokes the same feeling as the uncanny valley, where everything is almost right, but something crucial is just slightly off, throwing everything out of whack. Another modern example of this I've noticed is an ad for Colgate Toothpaste's new quote-unquote oral beauty brand, Co, that my sister sent me a few weeks ago. The ad in question was a short video posted to Colgate's Instagram. The way that I would describe this ad, and incidentally why I think it evokes this same feeling, is that it utilizes aesthetics that are commonly used in products marketed to a younger Gen Z audience, but applies it to a brand that we don't associate with that audience at all. As my sister pointed out, with products that are typically marketed this way, the product is associated with the marketing. If a product is marketed in a modern Gen Z way, it follows that the product itself is somehow linked with that group of people. In Colgate's case, the product and the marketing simply don't match, so the ad just feels like a poorly executed satire. It truly feels more like an SNL skit than anything else. Of course, unlike Colgate, most people don't have any previous familiarity with the Tramp Stamps or its members. Still, we get the same feeling that the outward appearance of the product as we are meant to see it and what it truly is do not match. The pseudo-punk outfits, hair, and sound of the Tramp Stamps and the modern, glossier-esque co seem to reek of desperation. They're trying to reinvent themselves, to feel fresh, young, and appealing, but they simply can't fake it well enough and only dig themselves deeper into the ditch. At the end of the day, I don't even really think it matters if the tramp stamps are industry plants with a capital IP. They recently posted something about how they own their own label and how all the accusations are false, but even if all this is true, I don't think anybody really cares. No matter what their situation is, it's clear that they're trying so hard to appeal to an audience that can see right through them. The harder they try to seem hardcore, edgy, and political, the more embarrassing they become. My advice to them, as corny as it is, is to just try to be themselves. Just do what feels right, make the music you enjoy listening to and singing. Anything apart from that is going to seem inauthentic and desperate. Although at this point, people may simply be too wary of them to believe anything they try to create. We'll just have to wait and see. It's time for the weekly recommendation. This week, it's going to be a song that I'm simply in love with, Yoko Ono's Nobody Sees Me Like You Do. This song blew me away, honestly. I would recommend it to fans of Bjork's album Homogenic, particularly the song Bachelorette. Honestly, maybe this is a two-for-one recommendation because I love Bachelorette just as much. 
These two songs give me such a specific, cathartic feeling that no other song has ever given me. They're both so wonderfully intense and full of emotion, honestly just total masterpieces. I would also highly recommend watching the music video for Bachelorette. I remember seeing it when I was about five and it blew my mind. It's so beautiful and insane. Okay, well, that's all for today. If you have any suggestions of trends that you want me to talk about or anything in general, don't hesitate to reach out. You can email me at peoplemyagepodcast at gmail.com or DM me on Instagram at Eleanor Rubin. That's E-L-E-A-N-O-R-R-U-B-I-N with no spaces or capital letters. If you love my content, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review as it really does help me out. Thanks so much for listening and don't forget to tune into next week's episode. Bye!